Listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. It's a new episode here on I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome, Old Time Radio fans. I'm your host, Virtual Vinny. You can interact with us via social media on our Facebook page at I Love Old Time Radio or on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. You can send feedback via the contact form on our website at I Love Old Time Radio.com or you can leave a voice message using the anchor.fm app. If you enjoyed this program, please take the time to rate and review us at review.iloveoldtimeradio.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday, each day with a different theme. It's Thursday, and that means lights out. We continue the summer series of 1946, and this story originally aired on July 20th, and it's called Haunted Cell. Lights out. Everybody. This is the witching hour. It is the hour when dogs howl and evil things are let loose on a sleeping world. Sit in the dark now and listen to Lights Out. You don't believe in ghosts, huh? Let me tell you something, friend. Guys that don't believe in ghosts is guys that ain't never seen none, ain't that right? Listen, I can tell you a ghost story that'll make your hair curl. Well, say it'll make your hair curl. Listen. Last August, I was nabbed by a couple of cobblers. Never mind the details. It just so happened that they'd come up on me when I was sticking up a filling station and, well, they drug me in. It was a tough rap to beat since they got me standing there flat-footed holding a gun on one of the filling station guys and, well, the coppers didn't like me anyway. Huh? Oh, yeah, sure. Because I'd had to bump off a copper a week or two before. And wouldn't it be my luck to be picked up by this guy's partner? Well, they took me in and they decided to show me the goldfish. You don't know what that is, huh? Well, I'll tell you. You're a liar. Yeah? So what, copper? You rat. I know you've knocked off Ambrose Hogan and you're gonna fry for it. You gotta prove it first, Miller. 
Pull the light over this way a little more, John. Okay. Light in his eyes. I'll prove it, Rap. Go ahead. Hand me the hose, John. Now, look here. Don't you go ahead. Uh... Now, what do you say? I'm not going to rat to no pack. He ain't, huh? You wait till I get to a mouthpiece, Miller. You'll be walking a beat out in Circleville where the out. It won't make no difference to you, punk, where I'm walking a beat. Not when you're burned. Yeah. Who's going to burn me? You knocked off Ambrose Hogan. I was in Omaha the night he got knocked off. Listen, Maxie. Get this now. Ambrose Hogan was a white guy. When I seen him laying on a slab downstairs, I took a solemn oath I'd get the rat that done it if it took me 50 You ought to hire a hog. I'll get you for this copper. I don't think you're going to get anything out of him, Miller. There's a smart copper, Miller. Yeah. Listen, I got a way to get things out of smart guys like you, Maxie. Come on over here, John. What are you going to do? Listen, Miller. Shut up. You can I want a lawyer. You got to let me have a lawyer. You can't get away. You want to sing, Maxie? Or do you want to spend a few hours in the haunted cell upstairs? The what? <laughs> oh, another gag, huh? Think so? Listen, I bet you eight dollars you'll change your mind, baby. Get up! What are you going... Get going. Go ahead, John. Open the door. Okay. What are you going to do to me? You can't get away. Never know Skeeter Dempsey, Maxie. Come on, this way. What about him? They burned him last winter. Yeah, that's right. Friend of yours? I know him. Well, that's just fine, Maxie. Yes, sir, that'll be just dandy. What you asking about Skeeter Dempsey for, Miller? <laughs> Skeeter killed a copper, too. So what? It's bad business to kill coppers, Max. All ready, John? All ready, yeah. Right this way, Maxie, my boy. What you up to? I'll tell you. Throw it in there, baby. Get it. Now, ah, listen. This here's the cell that Skeeter Dempsey was locked up in when he first came here. He liked the cell, Maxie. He still likes it. <laughs> what do you mean? He'll probably be around to see you before the night's over. Oh, yeah? Another one of your gags, huh? Well, you won't kid me, copper. This whole corridor, Maxie. You're the only guy in it. Except Skeeter Dempsey. We'll see what a night here with him will do to you, huh, John? Yeah. If you get scared, Maxie, just call. Just yell. Nobody will pay any attention to you. Nobody at all. <laughs> Except maybe Skeeter Dempsey. Good night, Mac. Come on, John. Hey, listen now. Pleasant dreams, you rat. You can't scare me, Miller. 
I know your gags. You can't scare me. Well, we'll see about that. Ghosts. Hey, I want a lawyer. Good night, Maxie. Hey, you can't turn the lights out on me. Miller, turn the lights back on, Miller. You can't leave me here in the dark. Can't, huh? Miller, Miller, why you flat footed? Miller, come back here. Miller, I'm scared. Turn the lights on, Miller. For the love of Mike, I'm scared of the dark. Go on. Turn the lights on, Miller. Please. Miller, listen. Take me out of here and... Cut out the yellow. Sit down. Who... Who are you? Don't you know me, Maxie? I'm Skeeter Dunces. You... You can't be. It's a gag. Listen, copper. I'm no copper, Max. Sit down. Let's talk about things. Where are you? Right here. Wait. Wait till I light a match. I want to see what you look like. You'll be surprised, Max. There, there, there ain't nobody here. Oh, yes, there is, Maxie. I'm right here beside you, kid. Yeah? It was Skeeter Dempsey, all right. I recognized his voice right away. When I lit the match and couldn't see nobody there, I guess I fainted. I remember trying to yell. Only my voice wouldn't work, and when it come to, I was laying on the cell floor. For a minute, I couldn't figure out what happened, and then it all come back to me. You know how it is when you're really scared? Or maybe you've never been real scared, huh? Well, I'll tell you. My mouth was so dry, I couldn't hardly breathe. All I could hear was my heart pumping away as loud as an old flivver engine. I was too scared to say a word. I just crawled up onto the bump and laid there. Listen. Listen. So I scared you, huh, Maxie? Go away now. Whoever you are, go away, go away. Oh, shut up. I ain't going to hurt you. I could pray you away. No, you couldn't, Maxie. You couldn't pray me away. What they got you in here for? Bumping off. Nothing. You knocked off that Hogan guy, didn't you? Well, it's too bad for you, man. Yeah. Yeah. was burned last winter. I don't report it. I've seen him sit in a chair. That's right. Well, then you ain't Skeeter Dempsey. 
Yes, I am. <laughs> I know. I know you're scared. I know, I know. Stop jittering. I ain't going to hurt you. But you're a ghost. Well, what if I am? I wish you'd go away. Why should I? This is my cell, after all. Oh, Skeeter, please. Oh, can I? Listen, let's talk. I haven't had nobody to talk to for two months. Who'd you talk to then? George Brown. You remember him? Yeah. High Sky, yeah. Hey, George Brown hung himself in a cell here. Yeah. This cell. This cell? Uh-huh. Him and me sat up and talked all night. And he hung himself next day. What'd he hang himself for? Oh, he'd have got burned anyway. They had him for two jobs. One knocking off an old lady for 70 bucks. And the other shooting that bank guy down in Springfield. Did you see him hang himself, Skeeter? No, I wasn't here at the time. Where was you? Oh, I was away. Skeeter? Yeah? What does it feel like to be dead? All right. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, my God. What's the matter? Oh, what... What about hell and all that? You get used to it. My old lady used to make me go to Sunday school, and they used to talk about hell there. Fire and everything. There ain't no fire. Ain't they? No. It's worse than that. What? What's it like? You'll find out. If I get out of this rap, I'm... I think I'll go straight. You're too late, Mac. No, I ain't. I'll beat it. No, you won't. You gotta croak. Sometime, yeah. You'll croak on this rap. How do you know? I know. <sighs> There's one way you could get out of... Some of the hell, old Mac. How? Bump yourself off. What do you mean? Well, if you wait for the law to punish you, that's one thing. If you take the law in your own hands and, well, kind of punish yourself, it'll make a difference. Is it pretty tough, Skeeter? What, hell? Dying. It hurts awful. The chair, I mean. You go in feeling pretty cocky and figuring you can take it and you're going to be a tough guy and all. And then... What that scare? And all of a sudden you find you can't take it. You don't want to yell and scream, but... Oh, well, it's awful. God. What that scare? You ain't never had no pain in all your life, Max. And begin to compare with the chair. Yeah. You'll find out. Do you really think I will, Skeeter? <laughs> what do you think? I wonder how it feels to bump yourself off. George Brown said it was all right. Kind of made him feel better, he said. He said? Yeah, I seen him the day after. Oh. Huh? If I was you, Mac, I think I'd do it. Yeah. I'm not going to bump myself off. I won't do it. These lousy coppers ain't going to make me. Who's that? Miller, I guess. 
Is that you, Miller? Who was you talking to, Maxie? Skeeter Dempsey? Listen, Miller, let me out of here. No kidding, let me out. Put me any place you want to put. Listen, Miller. Scared, Maxie? Scared. Who was you talking to, Maxie? Skeeter Dempsey? <laughs> well, don't know. Listen, Miller, turn on the lights. Will you turn them on, Miller, just for a minute? Dark's got you down, huh? Miller, please, turn on the lights. Well, why not? It'll be darker still when I turn them off again. <laughs> What's the matter now? Miller, there ain't anybody here. Perhaps I. Was Skeeter in here with you, kid? I thought... I thought... There ain't anybody here. <laughs> oh, yes, there is, Max. I wouldn't worry about I'm it, right here beside you. And I'm going to stay. Kept me in that cell there for four weeks. Every once in a while, Miller'd come in and stand there in front of the door and laugh at me. Gonna sign a confession, Maxie? He'd say. Oh, I wasn't gonna give him nothing. But that place got me. Just as soon as it was dark, I'd hear Skeeter Dempsey's footsteps and come and sit down with me. I was awful scared at first. Kind of hard to get used to practically living with a ghost. But then I kind of got used to him. He was always telling me how I was going to burn and how I'd be better off to hang myself like George Brown done. I guess it was a little bit nuts. Well, I wouldn't let me have no lawyers either. They was keeping me in there without doing anything about it so as they could hand me the rap when the time come. Well, the time come. Some place or other, Miller dug up the evidence that I wouldn't give them, and they had me. And how they had me. So one morning, a few weeks later, I'm sitting in the courtroom. The jury's been out 20 minutes. Everybody rise. Gentlemen of the jury, have you arrived at a verdict? We have, Your Honor. Will you pass the verdict to the bailiff, please? We, the jury, find the defendant, Max Young, guilty of murder in the first degree. <laughs> Mr. Foreman, is this your verdict? It is, Your Honor. The defendant will rise. Get up, Maxie. Max Young, have you anything to say before sentence is passed on you? Well, I... No, you're not. You realize that in a verdict of guilty of first-degree murder, the death penalty is mandatory? Yeah. Yeah, you're on Very well, then. It is the sentence of this court that you are to be taken from this place and between the 21st and the 30th of December shot to death by electricity. And may God have mercy on your soul. 
All right, Maxie. Come on this way. Well, Max, that's that. Yeah. What'd you say? Well, I didn't say nothing. It was me, Max. I said there's only one way out. Now. ready to send me down to the state prison where they bump off guys, so they kept me in this here wing of the county jail where they had me in Skeeter Dempsey's old cell. I guess this guy Miller must have liked his pal Ambrose Hogan quite a lot, the guy I knocked off. Huh? Sure I knocked him off. What's the use of kidding around? Yeah, I guess he must have thought a lot of him, because... He kept me in there where it was dark, where I'd be scared to death all the time. Really getting even. But I kind of fooled him. I wasn't so scared of Skeeter by this time. I got so I'd sit in the dark there and I'd be waiting for him. And we'd talk about everything in the world. It was funny. People out of history and funny places and stuff and oh, a lot of things. Skeeter told me he saw a lot of the guys we talked about. Nero and Judas Iscariot. But why not? He was dead, wasn't he? And so was they. Oh, but I gotta hurry up with my ghost story, ain't I? That's right. Uh, what I was gonna say was, I was sitting there one night. The 23rd it was. Day before Christmas Eve. Sitting in the dark and... I heard Skeeter come. Hello, Skeeter. Hello, Max. How you feel? Not so hot. Still thinking about the hot squad, huh? What else do you expect me to think about? I wish they'd hurry up and get it over with. That's what I wish. It's tomorrow night. What is? They burned you. On Christmas Eve? Yep. Honest, Skeeter. How do you know? I found out. Oh, God. Well, don't take it so hard. I'll walk in with you when I take you to the chair. I'll stand right there alongside you. Will you, Skeeter? Will you, honest? Sure. Won't do you much good, though. Why? I can't keep it from hurting you. Honest, Skeeter, does it hurt a lot? Or is it all over with pretty quick? It seemed to me to last a hundred years. Oh, I'm a sucker for pain, Skeeter. I? Sure. I cut my finger once. I put in your croak with the pain. You ain't felt nothing yet. Yeah. Yeah. Gee, I remember, too, when I busted my leg, my old lady sat up all night holding my hand and me bawling. This will feel like a million busted legs. Listen, Skeeter. What? 
Did you say George Brown told you it didn't hurt much bumping yourself off? That's what he said. What? I... I was wondering. Well, I know what I'd do if I was in your place. Yeah? Would you bump yourself off? Yeah. I... I don't think I got the guts to do it, Skeeter. It ain't hard. You got a belt. You could get it around your neck and climb up on the bunk and fasten the belt to the bars up above. Then all you got to do is jump off. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it would help you out if you did. What do you mean? Well, you know, I told you. Kind of punishing yourself, see? I know. But I can't, Skeeter. I can't, I can't. I don't want to die. Well, it's all right with me. I was just telling you. Believe me, lad, I know what I'm talking about. Do you, honest, Skeeter? Do you? Yeah. Uh, I wish I had the guts to do it. Well, I don't care what you do, Mackie. Only you're going to get burned tomorrow night anyway. And if you want to get out of the most awful pain you ever had, do yourself a good turn at the same time. Well... I wonder what it feels like. George Brown said it only hurt for a minute. He never had much guts. That I remember. No. Here comes Miller. Going to tell you, I guess. Yeah. You don't look very happy. You what? Can you see in the dark? Yeah. Hello, Max. Hello, Miller. Want me to turn on the lights? I don't care. You getting used to the dark? Yeah. Well, um, I'll turn them on anyway. Well, Max, it's about the end of the string now. Tomorrow, huh? Yeah. Well, that makes you and me even. Listen, Max... I wanted to see you knocked off on account of Ambrose Hogan. I, well... I ain't sore, Miller. Oh, you know. Yeah. No hard feelings, Miller. It's your job being a copper and mine being a hood. Yeah. Well, is there anything you want, Maxie? No, I guess not. You ain't got no folks. No. I could get you a bottle of bourbon if you wanted it. Nah, what's the... Well, we got to get ready to go down to the state prison in a little while. They got the... Well, I mean, that's where you got to go. Do I have to go today? Yeah, I guess so. Well, kind of hate to leave this place at that. Do you? Yeah. Scared me quite a lot at first, but I guess it's taught me a lot being here in the dark all alone. Except for me, Matt. Yeah. Well, Max, listen. Try to take it standing up, will you? You know. I'll try, Mother. But it's going to be awful tough. Yeah. Well, look, I'll... I'll be back in a little bit and we'll go. Uh, sure there ain't anything you want me to get, Maxie? No. All right. Oh. I'm... I'm sorry, Max. Huh? It's okay, Miller. 
Forget it. I told you, Max. Yeah. Well, I gotta be going. So long, Maxie. You going, Skeeter? Yeah. I'll, uh, see you tomorrow night. But listen, Skeeter, don't go away now. I have to. And just in case you decide to do what George Brown did, there's an extra piece of rope under the mattress. You won't have to use your belt. So long. summer series of Lights Out. Tonight's story featured Norman Gottschalk as Maxie, Stanley Shul as Skeeter Dempsey, and Roy Engel as Miller. Boris Aplon was heard as the judge, and Nathan Davis as Johnny. Next Saturday night, come nine o'clock, we've got a story cooked up for you that ought to give you a chill in the hottest weather. Two master magicians, both in the inner cult of Haitian Buddhism, lock horns in a titanic struggle which comes to a climax over the Chicago airport. So you'd better make a mental note to be near your radio next Saturday evening. Lights Out is produced and directed by Albert Cruz. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hi, this is Sarah Spencer of Self Talk Radio Show, and you're listening to I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome back. Oh, man, that was a good ghost story. Of course, me being me, there were a couple of points that bothered me. One, inmates are not known to be able to get their hands on matches. Those are kind of the type of things that are confiscated, but I'll let that pass. But being imprisoned, questioned, and not being able to see a lawyer until trial? Well, I don't know how the laws were in 1946 or whenever the script was written, but that would have gotten Maxie off, or at least off of murder rap. And that's going to conclude our show here on I Love Old Time Radio. This program can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Stitcher, Spotify, and on our host, Anchor.fm. You can listen to us on your Alexa device, 
through TuneIn or iHeartRadio. For our full list, visit our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com and find the best location that suits you. Like us on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio. Follow us on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. Comments and questions can be directed to our website at I Love Old Time Radio.com or leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so at support.iloveoldtimeradio.com or by joining our Vintage Radio Club and get an extra episode a week. Tomorrow we end the week with Groucho Marx and You Bet Your Life. And join us next Thursday for some more Lights Out. For iloveoldtimeradio.com, this is Virtual Vinny, signing off.